0: This is the second part of peace. I think if the lesson to learn from the last week's teaching is, we're never going to find peace in the world. We're not going to find peace in the world. The Bible says, "In this world, you will have trouble, frustrate, and a list of things in John 16:33." Which I'm not going to repeat because it's it's unnecessary. But remember, in the world, you're not going to find peace. It's not there. You might get it okay for a couple of weeks or a couple of nights where it's okay and it seems, oh, this is going all right, but I guarantee trouble's going to come along. Right? True peace, true peace is from the inside out. Not from the outside, in. People look all the time. How can I resolve this matter? And they look around what's going on around them. How can this change? Women buy shoes. Dresses. Jewellery. And a whole myriad of other things. Thinking that I'm going to feel better when I've got this. This all satisfy my emptiness. And it does, for a time. Maybe a little time, a little bigger time, depending on your desire and your habit. Some people are looking very guilty here. Anyway, and guys go out. I used to go and have to go and buy a CD. Just needed a CD. To, you know, i used to like, going to CD shops and looking at Oh, that's good. And that was okay. It's okay. Like, in fact, iTunes has really bored me out, to be honest. Because I never get to touch the stuff I buy. I can see it and it downloads into my computer, but I can't put it on my shelf. Do you know what I mean? It's digital, and I, I had a hard time buying digital stuff because I couldn't touch them and look at the cover and read the lyrics. Do you know what I mean? And I, I've resolved that problem now, you're glad to know. Why did you download the cover now? Um, sometimes you can get booklets with it, sometimes you can sometimes you can't and it's not the same there's no no hard, hard stuff going on, you know what I mean anyway but this is all looking for satisfaction, some people eat some people do themselves up some people call their house their God and fill it up with all sorts of good things and then what happens is they can't go out Because I've got a fear of someone getting in there and looking at all the stuff they value and treasure. No peace in that. No peace in that. There's no peace in the world. It's not there. The world's not designed to make us feel good. It's not designed to cause us to relax. It doesn't happen. But there's a big fat hole in us. Because we've got to go searching to find out where it's going to happen. Where I'm going to quench my thirst. And we use drugs, we use drink, we use men, we use women, we use the internet for all sorts of rubbish. My uh, anthem was, there's a hole in my bucket, dear Liza, dear Liza, there's a hole. And every night I had to fill my bucket up to go to sleep, feeling at peace and contentment and satisfaction to go to sleep. And then you know what happened when I woke up? It was empty. So i go and search for to fill my bucket up again. And it cost me lots of money for temporary peace. It's not there. That's the first lesson. Don't expect to find any peace in the world, because it isn't there. The definition of insanity is running around in the same way, doing the same thing, eating the same food, drinking the same drink, expecting something to be different, and you're not willing to change. Church is a big no-no to people. Oh, I can't go there. You've got to be good to go there. Oh, I've done too many bad things, I can't fit into that place. You not think you're holy. And it's so wrong. When you get here and you find out how we get through the days and get through the weeks and understand what Jesus has done and how bad we were and how good he is and we come in feeling miserable and down and go out feeling a lot better. You know what I'm going to say to you? If you go to church feeling miserable and you come out of church feeling miserable don't come! (laughs) Because listen, you've missed it somewhere because what we're telling you is good news the gospel is good news news. Too good to be true. What we're offering here, and I've received it, and I'm going to offer it, and that's kind of what happens as Christians. We receive it, we go, wow, this is incredible. Do you want some? Please, have some. It's what you want. And until you learn your lesson of realising, well I'm going around here, I've been to all them places, but I haven't been to that one, I'm going to try there, thank you very much. And it's just the same as every other place. So okay for a bit, and you get used to it, then you empty again, and you go looking again. Buy another pair of shoes, buy another CD, whatever the case may be. Get another car, put another mirror on your motor scooter. <laughs> Listen, there's no real constant peace in the world, is isn't there. If you, if you can be real and you look around, you see the world falling apart. There's no honesty, there's no faithfulness, there's no compassion, there's no loyalty. The people that we're supposed to look up to lie out the teeth. Scary. Scary. Honey? Well, we'll have a conversation down in a bit. Okay. I didn't say there wasn't proper people, I'm wondering about the people in, in power. <laughs> this is interesting. <clears throat> oh, it's, right. it's okay then. So we're doing lots of different things in different ways to try and get peace. Mr. Uh, there's no peace in the world. People walk in our peace, but it's never lasting, it's not constant, right? We can't trust ourselves, never mind anyone else. Think about that one. We need to receive real peace and learn to live in it. Because not only peace isn't just something that we make feel all cotton woolly and all nice and whatever happens, ksarara, it's nothing to do with that, it's about knowing The answers to the poignant questions of the life that you live in. It's knowing how safe we are. It's knowing how comfortable it is and what God has done for us. Not what I say about God, but what you read in the Word. When I say that, I mean, you've got to learn it yourself. You've got to search for it and want to know that truth yourself. Because it says in the Bible... In John 8:32, I think, because this is not i have not, not looked at this. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And what comes with freedom? Peace. You don't have to strive. You don't have to worry. There's no anxiety. There's no fear. There's no concern. All hell can be breaking loose around us, but I've got peace. Peace, peace on the inside and no one or nothing should be able to take it away and we have to learn to understand that as Christians. I said last week the picture of peace of that bird in the cleft of a rock asleep amongst the storms and the waves breaking over. There was no concern for it. He was safe and secure. Asleep. When all hell was breaking loose around him. That's the Christian. Who knows his identity. Knows who he is. And knows what Jesus has done for him. We can rest in peace. doesn't matter all the stuff that's going on around us. The quagmire. The, the storm. We can sit there. Confident there is not going to come near me. Listen to this psalm. Some of you who have been Christians a while will know this psalm. Psalm 91 it says this. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him whom I trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers and under His wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right side, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see what's taking place. The reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord God your refuge. Even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you. Nor shall any plague come near you or near your dwelling. For he shall give angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. You shall trample underfoot. the foot. Listen to this. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high. Because he has known my name. This is incredible stuff. This is why God moves at the prayers of young people. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. Didn't say he weren't going to get it. I will deliver him and honour him. Be long life I will satisfy him. And show him my salvation. This was obviously before his salvation come. Because his salvation is Jesus. Who saved us. And died in our place. I was watching. Um, we had a family for dinner. And Oliver, four. Wanted to watch The Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe. And... Aslan come, and I'm going. Oh, fuck! It's Jesus the Lion, and I caught this. Caught uh, I caught it where he was giving himself to the Ice Queen and going. Edwin didn't know nothing about it. He should have had. He should have been taken. But the enemy went into the tent with the King Aslan, and he said, "The blood will be paid." I'll come to you at night. And Aslan, the king, quietly walked out of the uh, of the place where all the people were, and followed and went into the place with a stone table and allowed himself to be shaved and he was mucked and lots of things took place, and then the ice queen killed him. And of course, I didn't know what was going on until on the morning. And he he wasn't on the table, and he turned up with the sun blazing behind him, as he'd been resurrected from the dead, which is exactly what happened to Jesus. Incredible, absolutely, and it just blessed me inside. I just felt the Holy Spirit going, "Wow, wow, they should see this." And I'm telling, I'm saying, "Can you what happened to Aslan?" And he didn't give me the right answer. That annoyed me because I thought he was concentrating a bit. And Oliver was there, and he was just being a a little tornado but it was great to see there peace peace Richard put up what peace means to the Jews Shalom I don't want him to put it up right now but we belong to a God of peace his name is Jehovah Jehovah Shalom in the Bible. His also name is Jehovah Jireh, which means my provider. His name is Jehovah Disidkanu, which is Jehovah my righteousness, God my righteousness. But he's also the God of peace. He's also the son in Isaiah, is. Prophesied as coming who would be if I it in there, that's really, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he shall be called wonderful counsellor, everlasting father, Prince of Peace. And we're in him. We're in him. As Christians, when we give our lives to God, yes, Lord, please come into my life, we step into the sun. And the protection of the sun. So when the Father looks down on me, I'm in the Son. so he sees Jesus, which is what I mentioned earlier. Think of the ark, Noah's ark. All the animals came in and ate Noah and seven of his family and it says Noah shut the ark and it didn't matter what storms were going on all the the craziness Noah was safe with the animals in the ark they were in the ark and Jesus is a picture of that same ark in these troubled days as it is in the days of Noah so will it be in the last days the Bible says and we need to be in something otherwise the world will wash us away in its mess and its storm. It's hopeless without without God. He's our only hope, and I don't say without God because that's a big word. It's hopeless without Jesus, like the Bible said. There isn't any way other way to the Father except through Him. Nothing else. There's no other religions, no other truth that matters except Jesus. So we go back to the John eight thirty two, and you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. And this is the key for us as Christians to have peace. Peace. We need to practice peace. We need to learn to make decisions in peace. Not in stress. Not in anxiety. Not in fear. And peace comes from having an assurance from God who we are that our heaven journey is secure and safe that we're forgiven that we've got all the keys and benefits of god to prosper and be healthy and be well and alive that's the benefit of having peace isaiah 26 3 in the amplified bible said you will guard him jesus or god said you will guard him and keep him in perfect, constant peace, whose mind, both its inclination and its character, is stayed on you. Put that one up, for you, just in the New King James Version, Isaiah 26.3. Sometimes a lot of words can just dislodge you a little bit from the focus. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusted you. We need to keep our mind on the truth of the word of what Jesus has done. Otherwise, when the storm comes, we fall apart. We fall apart. We go back to the things we trusted in that has let us down. That have just not being able to fulfill us. And we go back, the Bible says a dog goes back to its, and it's a crazy thing. Have you ever seen a dog going back to its vomit? A dog going back to its wife. You've seen a dog being sick, and then it starts eating the thing. Oh, dear me, what is going on here? And that's just the same as us as grown-ups, doing something that hurt us, and destabilised us, and messed us up. And then, because we've got nowhere else to go, we go back to that. I mean, that is outrageous. Insanity. Jehovah Shalom is mentioned 170 times in the Bible. The covenant, we're called into a covenant of peace, Isaiah 54.10. The covenant we're in is a covenant of peace so this is one of the first things we should be receiving to walk in this covenant is peace the kingdom of god romans 14 17 is righteousness peace and joy so while the world is struggling because they don't want jesus it's not because god's brought it into this world this is a result of the greed and sin and the individuality of man wanting what he wants, and not God. Because the Kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah! This is good news. You know, sometimes, sometimes facing up to the truth is the most liberating thing we can do. Sometimes, when someone says something that touches on a nerve, that lifts up the lid on something you've been trying to keep secret is the best thing to receive so that the lid can be thrown away you can face up to the issue you can be delivered from it by God and walk in freedom like you've never known that's worth a hallelujah think about what I'm telling you please because we have to be real God knows you through and through he knows what you need He knows what you need. The fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace. Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Peace is there in us. We haven't got to try to get this. We've got to believe it's there and let it come. Like the whole of the gifts from God in the Christian life. Just believe in Jesus 14.7, just to confirm this, said, Peace, I leave you. My peace, I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give it to you. Let not your heart be troubled. And let it not be afraid. My peace, I give to you. The same peace, the same peace, Jesus, the peace that Jesus walked with is in us, church. But we have to train ourselves. And life is the training ground. <laughs> don't expect to do this in one go. You don't expect to do this in one shot. And some days you're going to have a sense of peace and being able to bring it out of you better than other days. And it's about growing, growing. We're not going to perfect it in one storm. Because the enemy will bring a storm from another side. He'll use someone you really care about and, and, and love and care for to bring something another way to get you to compromise what you believe. Because he's after your soul. There's devil's after your soul. But like I said, there's no use worrying about him As long as you're confident in the work that Jesus has done. And who you are in him. That's okay. Turn away.'ve got no authority or power. Jesus did it on the cross. He defeated Satan. He defeated him. Hallelujah So as Christians, we should be learning to live in peace. Next week's message is going to be, we're peacemakers. How to be a peacemaker. But we have to realise and re- and receive it. Real that's the that's today's message. Realize and receiving peace. First lesson, it isn't out there. It's not out there. It's in here. But we need to understand so we can effectively Believe in it. What Jesus has done. We can't just. We have to understand why we can be at peace when the storms are. Because if we haven't got the answers to some questions, we haven't got the truth. We've got no freedom. We've got no confidence, no boldness. Hebrews twelve verse fourteen said, "Pursue peace, chase it, find it." But it's on a bit. Within us pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord 1 Peter 3.11 said let him turn away from evil and do good, let him seek peace and do it Romans 14.19 says therefore let us pursue things which make for peace and the things which one may edify one another Edify, build up. Don't go chattering and moaning and groaning. That's not edification. It's not encouragement. And they will guarantee there's no happy gossips talking misery in this world. Telling you that now. You come back and they reap what they sow. We don't want to be that... <laughs> So keep your attention on the peace of God which is within you. Staying at peace and living in the Spirit is key to hearing from God. really important this is. It's key to hearing from God. I'm going to get all this done today. God is always speaking to us. 24-7. Always. Always. And like we said a couple of weeks ago, what happens is that the world brings in lots of cares and requirements and it's like a radio when you're trying to tune in and get it on the channel and it change away all the interference till you zone it out and suddenly you've cleared all the interference going on you got rid of all your anxieties and all your worries and you're to hear from the almighty good stuff we need to be here The words we respond to from God will never fail. Cannot fail. Romans 8 verses 1 to 3. Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. To those who walk according to the therefore, there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit, according to the Word. Yeah, for the law, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus, has set us free from the law of sin and death verse 6 says, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Key to realising and receiving the Word. (coughs) Jesus is the Word made flesh. Think about him, read about him, give him your attention, because what you give your attention to? You. Empower. I'm going to get this through to you. And in this condition, we have begun to enter the rest of God. Not the rest of God, a bit more, but the rest of God. When the white of the world has dropped away. When he's settles it down, and he's quietened off. And all the other things around it demand your attention. You give him no attention, and pour it on him. Then you begin to have the peace of God. And then you just begin to hear him. Quality time, quality connection quality direction. And out of that comes righteousness, peace and joy. Utter, utter contentment. Utter, utter understanding that nothing can touch you. Nothing has any authority. Control and starts to work and move and bring about change that will cause you to benefit and prosper and length days and joy and Lopra said peace. Peace. In Matthew 6, 6, 6 it says this. But you, when you pray go into your room and when you've shut the door pray to the Father who is in the secret place and your Father who sees what he's done in secret will reward you openly the content the health in the body the life the communication just the wealth of God in us Coming through and flowing from us. That's life. Peace. <coughs> yeah. And just to close this off, then, is therefore, having been justified by faith, Romans 5 1, This is real key. <coughs> having been justified by faith, and once the wrapper has got sorted out. Uh, therefore being justified by faith we have peace with God through Lord Jesus Christ therefore having been justified by faith we have peace with God there's a a great boast not in us but a boast in him I've got, I'm at peace with God, and God's at peace with me. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. It's funny. <clears throat> if anyone here and right now cannot say they've got peace and they want peace, they haven't got a conscience clear with themselves or God, they don't know whether they're going to heaven or not. Come up. We'll pray right now. I'll pray really, anyone. <clears throat> that they receive Jesus as their Lord. And Savior. I want to give you the opportunity. You were not here, Tim. I'll do it again. It's okay. Anyone here who doesn't know Jesus as their saviour and Lord and want to give their lives to Jesus now is the time and just simply come up or raise your hand I want to know that I'm safe, I want to know that I peace with me and God and I want to know I can go to heaven when I die I'll, come, I'll, I'll pray with you right now, just raise your hands I know there are people within the church who have got a death in the family and going through struggles and some of my own good friends are in a right mess where the world has done unscrupulous things and I pray right now for these people Lord, for the family who have lost a member that your love will touch them in their time of need. That they might dare to ask the answer. That they might know and live like they've never known and lived. I pray that They have a sense of peace on their house, in their family. Amongst all the anxiety and unanswered questions. That Father, they might know your peace. And for my friend, my brother, that a work is done, that he makes some quality decisions that will take him out of this massive trap and illusion and give him a place where he can laugh and smile like he used to where he'll have the wisdom to see the answers from the ways of this world and Father for every one of us in here right now in our lives that we'll be conscious and aware of your love and your presence in everything that we do you're invited into our homes and our hearts you're invited to come and uh, live and breathe with us Lord because we love you And we thank you, Lord, that you did what you did for us, which is absolutely amazing, giving your life. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I do thank you. And I pray, Lord God, (coughs) that everyone who's given some uh, money and put it into this basket here, Lord, we just pray that it will be blessed that the the people who gave Lord will be blessed in their lives in their hearts and will receive this as seed for the work of the kingdom and that you Jesus will be magnified in everything that's said and done for them Young ones over across the way there. And the teachers. That seed is sown. And we believe it is. That's going to take them and cause these young people. To live. To enjoy their lives. And not be um, bruised. And hurt like the world wants to bruise and hurt. Pray lights go on. Their understanding opens, and hearts become aware of your love for them. We give you praise and glory, Lord. And everyone said, "Amen." Amen. 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 Thank you.